Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, where we are here to help you with all aspects of your life, and mine in particular is the financial aspect. So I'm excited to have everybody here that's listening and either live or when they're listening uh, in the later versions of the show. Uh, I'm excited that uh, I'm able to come back. It's been a while since I've I've been on. I've been uh, embarking on this great journey as a as a new author and releasing my new book, which I will talk to you more about on another show. Just to let you know, that's where I've been. I'm super grateful to everybody at the Inspires Network and as well as my sister. Karen, who has been filling in for me and sharing with you a different spin on the financial aspect of of your life that I'm sure you maybe don't have, and that's in healthcare and, and ministry of labor and employment and all the other things that could have it on your life and on your finances. So tonight we're here and we are closing in on Christmas. So can we believe, I? you know, it's incredible how fast, everyone always says how fast time flies and and I think it flies when you're busy and you're keeping things going and you're running around in the hustle and bustle. Next thing you know, a week's gone by, a month's gone by, and here we are at Christmas again. And I, sometimes we forget that this time of the year is less about the gifts and the hustle and bustle and more about the time together and and the meaning of Christmas, whichever, whatever that be to you, whether it's religious or or not, or you're of different kinds of religions and backgrounds, and it all has some meaning to everybody in different ways. So... I just I'm happy to be with you tonight and talk to you before we get into the full blown holiday of Christmas next week because uh, it's going to be here as soon soon as you can blink your eyes it's going to feel like it's here so I want to talk to you tonight about getting ready for Christmas and getting ready for next year so we talked a little bit oh about a month or so ago I think we were just chatting before the show and and we were talking about how to get ready for Christmas and budgeting and gifts and. And hopefully some of those tips worked for you and and you're able to keep yourself in a financially consistent framework for what you were trying to do for your Christmas planning and your Christmas gift giving and keeps you on track for next year. And, and it's not going to cause you that January stress when you start to see the bills coming as you put it all in your credit cards. But I do want to talk tonight about um, next year, 2019. How do we get ready for it? Everybody always talks about New Year's resolutions, and I got to tell you right up front, I just don't like them. I don't like the hearing them. I the just saying, oh, what are your New Year's resolutions? I've never been a believer in them. I've never done them. Uh, I get it. It's the new year. We're going to change everything. And since I know the biggest example everybody always hears is everybody's going to go to the gym, get in shape, and the gyms are overrun and busy January and February, and by the uh, disappeared, everybody's gone. And I know they didn't hit all their goals by then. They just the reality of it is. That has set in that they just you cannot change your life overnight because the the calendar changes and I think once we accept that and we realize that the the safer we're going to be with our own general uh, mental health because it puts so much pressure on us and so much stress to say we're going to change this we're going to change that we're going to change the other things we're going to get into shape we're going to stop smoking we're going to change careers we're going to start quit school. You know, get married, get divorced, whatever we're going to do, all these big changes that we make at the beginning of the year. And the reality of it is we have to do planning and we have to be consistent and we have to be realistic. So it's a new year. It's a new time to start loving it. If you if you aren't loving it right now, it's time to start loving it and, and or fall in love with it. And, and what's better to start off your new year than talking about money and getting yourself lined up for the whole year? Because we're going to be all of 2019. As far as I know, they haven't done away with it, and there's no plans to. So let's get ourselves some and get prepared for it. So the first thing we want to look at and we want to talk about is having an honest conversation with yourself and your spouse or your family and say, what what is it we're really doing this year? And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm totally fine with you wanting to make changes with health and fitness and and careers and stuff like that and make make commitments to that. But don't put some pressure on yourself saying it's a New Year's resolution because when you don't meet the goals or you have them in this unrealistic time frame that you've planned for yourself, then you get 
down on yourself or, or fall into some kind of depression, and I don't want to see that happen to you. So we want to remember Winston Churchill. He was kind of quite a character with quotes, and he said, he who fails to plan is planning fail. So let's start to plan on how we want to enter 2019, how we want to live in 2019, and how we want to end in 2019. Just as simple as, as sitting down with your partner or your family or yourself and a piece of paper and a key is writing it down because when we talk about all these things that we want to do, they're just wishes and dreams until we write them down then we start to formulate the plan. And the plan doesn't have to be elaborate. You don't need to get out six and five spreadsheets and have analytics run. Let's just get a piece of paper and a pen and sit down and say, what is it we want to do next year? At the end of next year, if this was December 2019, what do we want to look back and say, yes, we accomplished this, we were successful doing this, we made a change, even took the first step to do something. If it's starting a business, we took the first step. Let's say where we are today, if it was 2019, what would that look like? And let's back engineer it. Because then it makes it a little bit more realistic, a little bit more achievable, because we know the end is in sight. We know where we want to be. So we're going to sit down and we're going to say, okay, let's start to plan. What is it we really want to do for next year? Are we are we wanting to back to school? Are we wanting to finish school if we're in it? Are we wanting to take a professional designation or different courses or uh, conferences that maybe our work is, is looking at? Do we want to buy a house? Do we want to sell a house? Do we want to downsize? Do we want to buy a car? Uh, do we want to buy a second car? Do we want to buy a vacation home? Do we want to take a vacation? Do we want to change our careers? Um, what about planning for children? Are we planning on having them and starting a family? Or are we planning on having them all move out and be we're going to be empty nesters? This all takes planning or hiring. So just ask yourself, what am I saving for this year? What is it financially that I really want to do? And in December 26, 2019, when we sit down and we say, you know what, we did this. We did. We bought, we sold the house, whatever the case is. We finished school, we started school, we start, put in for our retirement, and that's what we really wanted to do this year. So take a take a minute and, and say to yourself, what is it I really want to save for this year? And then write it out. And don't filter, don't edit yourself, just it out. And then after you look at your list, take a minute and say, okay, what's the most important couple things on the list and put them in order? And I, I really, really like Warren Buffett's style. Um, when they say what he does, now he does this as a weekly planning, but you write down a list of all the things you want to get done, and then he puts his top three at the, uh, he ranks them, and the top three are written at the top. He rips the paper and throws everything else out because those top three things are the most important things you can focus on. That's one approach. The other approach is there might be a few little things you want to get. For instance, you might want to sell your house or you might want to plan a vacation. And that's okay. So we want to write down all the things that we want to have done for this time next year. And then let's have a financial review. So let's say, okay, we want to do for next year. How did we do in 2018? Did we achieve anything that we wanted to achieve? Did we plan for anything? And if we did plan for anything, uh, how did we do with it? Do we have any pieces to finish up? Is a little bit of carryover, little loose ends we want to tidy up. So we want to look back and say, hey, how was 2018 for us? Not in a judgment way, not in a way to condemn us to say, oh, we'll get this done. In an educational way to say, how do we do? What were we looking for? And then when we're setting our goals for 2019, we can we can know that, say, for example, 2018 was that we wanted to change jobs. And we may not have changed our jobs yet. So 2019, is that an important goal for us? Well, maybe it is, or maybe things changed at work, and you don't want it, want to change your your jobs anymore, and that's okay. But we want to make sure we're honest with ourselves and we have these conversations. So write your goals down. Write them down. Write them down. Write them down. Because when you don't write them down, they're just dreams and wishes I mentioned before. So what do we want to have happen in this coming year? And it doesn't matter what it is. We want to write it down, and then we're going to plan it out. How are we going to make this happen? So... If our financial goals are written on a piece of paper, then we can back engineer it to do a plan to say, okay, realistically, for example, we're going to sell our house and we're going to downgrade, okay? And when are we going to set this up? Okay, we're going to do this 
And the best time for us to sell our house in our market is going to be in April. So now we're back engineering it. We're saying by the end of the year, we want to be in a different house. And we know the neighborhood we want to be in and we know how much we want to sell our house for. So when are we going to sell this house? We're going to sell it in April. And we're going to realistically plan for, well, in this market, two weeks. (laughs) Realistically, we could plan for a month or six weeks to have the house sold. And then we're going to plan when we're going to move and when we're going to take possession of our new house because we have to decide when we're going to put that in. Is it going to be an off conditional on the sale? These are all the pieces. And we're going to just plug them in and say, okay, March 1st, we're going to get the house all cleaned and all the pieces done that need to be done available. And that could be if you're painting the house, if all you have to do is declutter, if all you do is vacuum and, you know, dust and clean and that kind of thing. So you're going to have it all ready for April when you put them on the market. And that's, you're going to have contacted the real estate agent. If you're using one, who you're using, you're going to have all that stuff so that when April 1st comes, you're going to flip the switch and put that plan into action. That's an easy way to back engineer it. And then in 2019, when we're sitting here in December, we can say, hey, yeah, that was our goal. Checklist, we did that. And then you'll see how smooth things go when you start to have this um, plan laid out. I want, to, Of course, I'm going to talk to you about your finances too because there's absolutely... I, I'm committed and obsessed and clearly believe that it's important to have a financial plan. So we're going to talk about what it's like to do a financial plan for next year. And that's not an overwhelming charts and graphs and different acronyms that the financial industry uses. It's a plan that says, hey, it's me, my family, both, whoever is going to be sitting down and saying, what's our financial future going to look like for next year? Do we want to get out of debt? Do we have some debt we want to pay off? Do we want to save for the kids' future education? Do we want to save money to go on a vacation? Are we going to start investing? Are we not investing right now? Are we investing and we're just going to up the investment a little bit? These are all things that we're going to decide in general when we sit down to do our plan. And then we're going to knock it out into specifics when we put by month. And we're going to say, okay, we're going to start in January by investing or saving $10 a week whatever the case is. And by June, we're going to be saving $25 a week. And these are the different pieces of the puzzle that we're going to put together. So tonight, we're going to talk about all our financial plan course, because, you know, it is financially speaking, and we do love finance. But we're also going to talk about our next year's planning and the way we're going to organize it, the way we're going to put it together. We're not going to call it New Year's resolutions, because they really aren't necessary. They're not required. And for sure not something that we need to put ourselves under all this stress and pressure over. We're just going to say, hey, this is our plan for 2019. These are the things we want to have done. These are the times we want to have them done. So when we sit down in 2019, December 17th or December 20th or December 31st or whatever day you're going to sit down and look back and reflect on the year and say, hey, we had a great year. We we accomplished the things that we accomplished. And if you didn't, we're going to look back on it. We're going to say, hey, you know what? We could have tweaked a little bit better here or done a little bit more or a little bit more focused or if we had this plan written out, we could have been more successful in achieving the goal. But that's okay. We're not going to beat ourselves up because we can always do it the next year. But our goal here tonight is to get ready for 2019. We're going to talk about a few steps for starting fresh and getting things ready. We're going to start talking about some goals that we can have in the new year some easy steps that we can start taking towards our financial freedom, whatever that freedom looks for you. Everybody's story is different. Everybody's goals are different. And everybody's path there is going to be different. So even if you're an identical twin, you're going to have different ideas and different goals and different ways to get there. So just focus on yourself. Don't compare to everybody else. And I find that's actually the biggest and most depressing problem that people get into is they compare something that they're doing or their life to somebody else's and they have all these misconceptions about how it actually is. So we do that. We're just going to focus on ourselves and our own happiness and the great success for 2019. That we're going to take our first break and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about how to be financially successful here. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue our conversation about our financial success in 2019. We'll be right back.
too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. I am Kathy Cook Noble, Inspired Choices Network, and today our topic is about finances and a new year and a new time to love our money. Before we went to break, I was just sharing some ideas getting ready for your financial plan. And for those of you who are joining us now or listening for the first time, you may not know that I am a financial advisor by day and a bookkeeper as well. And our goal here on Financially Speaking is to break down any myths or confusion or misconceptions that the financial industry might be to you and really just answer questions and put it in plain language because it is absolutely no problem for you to understand your own money and your own finances. You do not have to be on TV and talking with metrics and using charts and everything else. You just need to understand your own stuff, and that's what we do here on Financially Speaking. And now we are approaching a new year. So let's talk a little bit about the new year and some lifestyle changes because all of it comes into effect. It all plays a part. So I read this great article, and... uh it was about really just lifestyle changes to make your year better. And the, one of the first things they say to do is to declutter your space. So if you're living in a lot of clutter, chaos, start off your year by just getting rid of all that chaos and that clutter. Declutter the house, the whole house. Have an organized area. It doesn't have to be, nothing has to be fancy or expensive. If your house or your apartment or your condo or your trailer, wherever you live, is cluttered, just get it organized and and focused and cleaned up so that you're able to take on all the tasks that you're going to take on to achieve the goals that you've already written down for yourself that's in your plan. You also feel better. And there's all kinds of areas of feng shui that I am not the expert in at all, but there is definitely correlations between your health and the quality of your energy and all your space. And it's important that we honor that and really look after ourselves. So just declutter. Start out the year decluttered. Go for a walk, go for a run, do some exercise. It uh, doesn't have to be training for the Olympics, that's for sure. It just has to be something to get you get you started and going in a healthy direction. Obviously, there's a whole lot of health benefits to it that we want to take advantage of, but we also want to make sure that we stay active. Uh, it's a, it's a it's the, well, it's the most wonderful time of the year, uh, so the song says. But it also can be the most depressing time of the year for some people. And those stats are very well supported. So take some time, go out, take a brisk walk, go for a bike ride if your weather permits it. Do something that's active because it will also help you with your mental state. And 20 minutes a day can definitely improve your focus, 
takeaway make you less tired, less depressed, and just overall help improve your health. So that's the next suggestion for the new year. The other thing that the next thing that we want to look at is maybe start your day off with a smoothie instead of a coffee or caffeine. So this was one of the suggestions, uh, a healthy smoothie that you make with fresh fruits and vegetables and the good fats like your avocados, high protein, Greek yogurt, protein powder, quick breakfast, but it also leaves you feeling full. It leaves you feeling satisfied. It gives you some antioxidants and vitamins that your body needs. These are all some great energy punches that you'll get in the morning if you use your day off. I'm not saying do away with coffee. I'm not saying do away with tea. Just, you know what? Just start your morning off with a smoothie or start your morning off with the fruits and vegetables and and give yourself that extra bonus energy morning. The other suge- the next suggestion for your uh, best year ever lifestyle changes to make, read for 30 minutes a day. Read anything for 30 minutes a day. Read um if you're if you're a reader, make a commitment to read your books that you want to read. If you're not a regular reader, make a commitment just to read it doesn't have to be large novels. Start small small or um, magazines or whatever your interests are. But you'd be surprised at the benefits reading can have on your mental and your emotional health. And those are some, it's a great suggestion. 30 minutes a day doesn't seem like a lot, but it also helps you slow down um, Alzheimer's and dementia. It keeps your brain active. And it can reduce stress. Obviously, you'll increase knowledge. You'll learn something, maybe expand vocabulary, maybe improve your memory, uh, maybe help in the way you think, maybe uh, allow you to think differently or see see a situation from a different different way. Which, if you're dealing with a problem or a challenge, this might reading something might give you a new perspective. So it doesn't hurt to. It's not going to hurt you to read 30 minutes a day. And believe it or not, you guys know how many books you end up reading in in the year. So I know a couple, there's been different reports of different CEOs like Bill Gates and um, Mark Zuckerberg and, and the likes like that. That's one of their goals in Jan- in uh, the first of the year, I remember, was one of them had, they were going to read a book a week and that's their goal. And But their schedule fits it. So don't put the pressure on yourself. Read a book a week. Just read for 30 minutes, right? Then try a new workout routine. So if you already go gym, then try a new routine. If you don't go to the gym... Try try something that will give you a different exercise routine. Um, another suggestion that for the a lifestyle change for next year is create a music playlist. Together music that you really like, and then you always have it ready for you. And if you're whatever kind of mood you're in or if you need a pick or something, you're going to have all your favorites right there for you, and you can just start playing your pre-made playlist, and you'll feel good, and you'll have um, you'll have it right there at your fingertips when you need it. So... Start with a new playlist. Create that for yourself. There's all kinds of, and the list that she's got is awesome. Yoga, practice yoga and meditation. Work that into your routine. Um, there's <clears throat> cutting out the sugar and the salt from your diet. Don't do anything drastic. Just cut it out or cut it back if you can't cut it out completely. You're making small changes to make your better. This is not make an overhaul of your entire life because you cannot sustain it. You'll get, you'll burn your, most people can't. This is why they have these programs for learning to quit smoking. Quitting cold turkey is when people really struggle and have problems. And I know some people can do it successfully, but for the most part, why they, they have struggles in that. Start a gratitude journal. It'll help you release stress. If you're stressed, it will help you be uh, focused and it will put you in a positive mindset if you've had a real day, because it's forcing you to think of all the good things that have happened to you that day. And being grateful for what you have, and we all have things in our life, even when we have those really bad days where everything goes wrong, you think, there's always stuff that you can be grateful for. Have a routine. Start a routine at bedtime. So you might always, whatever your routine is, you have a shower, then you brush your teeth, then you read for 30 minutes, then you write in your journal, and then you turn the lights out. That might be your routine. Or it might be you're, you watch TV, you know, you have a shower, you put your pajamas on, you watch TV, then you go read and lights out. Like whatever your routine is, start a routine. Next thing is uh, try something new. Like do one of those paint nights or something creative. So do something new. Try something new next. Put that on your list. 
You're going to try something new. It'll help with your confidence. It'll take you out of your comfort zone. It will give you the mental and emotional health. It could be fun. You could meet a friend. You could, If you're looking for romance, maybe you meet some somebody that fits that description. Who knows? Start a weekly meal prep. This one is uh, hard to do, but it's actually kind of fun. I started this quite a while ago, and we have it in our kitchen. We have a whiteboard, and I'll put the meals on. This is when, especially when we had more kids at home, but put the meals up so you plan for it and say, this is what we're having. So Sunday night, you plan for your meals for the next week, and then it makes it easy when you're for groceries, makes it easy when you're playing for lunches. You don't have to think. It takes all those extra steps out from all the decisions that you have to make. So when you come home, it's like, what are we having? And what are we going to eat for lunch? What are we going to eat for dinner? And it takes so much time out. So just a weekly meal prep, and it doesn't have to be fancy. We have a whiteboard. Monday to or Sunday to Saturday is written on it, and you just write in and decide what it is for dinner. And then you make sure you have the groceries, and what you don't have, you write on the list, and that you only have to go once. Another suggestion is to get a planner or use a calendar app so you can keep yourself organized. It makes things efficient. There's nothing worse than than wasting time. I I am reminded over and over and over, and I think the video plays in my head every night of an interview with Warren Buffett. He was being interviewed and and his friend Bill was with him and he said that Warren Buffett hardly has anything in his journey in his day or in his planner and Bill Gates couldn't believe it because he said mine's just jammed full and I thought the more I get done the more efficient I'll be the better and the faster I'll grow and Buffett said and he's absolutely right the he said I can buy just about anything I want except time he said I have to be very very careful we all do with our time because you cannot buy more of it so be respectful of your time in everything you do, everything you try, because you cannot get more of it. So get a planner, be more organized, stay efficient, eliminate procrastination, take out the stress of trying to figure out when you're going to do things or how you're going to do things. You have it right there at your fingertips, and you can make it work. Try volunteering if you don't already. Um, I think you'll... Like most people that volunteer, I know we talk about it a lot, you get more of it than other people that you're volunteering for and helping because it's just, once again, it's something that where you have a ton of experience, a ton of joy and gratitude and it really helps you get focused on the things in your life and stay positive and, and really keep you grounded with what's important. Because when I talk about money, people always think it's a race to who gets the most and, and it's so important to get more, get more, get more, you never have enough. It's not about accumulating lots and lots of wealth, unless that's what, what you want and that, that's what makes you happy. And there's nothing that that's fine because you can do a lot of good things with money. You see a lot of these wealthy people donating a lot of money and building hospitals and, and building organizations and helping people that are homeless and fantastic. And you see the food, especially around this time of the year, they get a lot of attention. And it's great that you can do that. So hearing is is wonderful. It's not just about all the money. And just get outside. Don't stick around at your house all the time. You need to get some of that vitamin D and vitamin C out from the natural elements. So those are some ideas on just your new lifestyle change for this year. Don't get caught up in having to do everything. Just pick a couple. Pick one, pick two, and say, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start a routine when the this year I'm going to start. A, I'm going to have a regular bedtime routine. Because you realize it or not, we all do have some kind of routine. It's just a case of being aware of it. So check a couple of them. And there, some of them are really easy to implement. Get a day timer or get an app. Or do, you do it digitally. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just keep track of your time because it's so very important. It's the one thing you can't make more of or buy more of. So those are some tips I just wanted to share on your lifestyle changes. We'll get into the more financial stuff. When we come back, we're going to take our second break. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Kathy Cook-Noble, and our show topic today is New Year, New Time to Love Your Finances. So uh, we will be right back after this next break. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, 
which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about a new year, a new time to love your money, a new time to look at your money, a new time to think about your money, a time to think about your money if you've never done it before. So it's a great time to start to look at what we want to do. Before we went to the break, I was just talking about some lifestyle changes that you can implement to help make 2019 even a the better the, a better year than what this one was. If this isn't a great year for you, then let's make 2019 even better. If 2018 was a great year, then let's build on that and keep going and make 2019 even more fantastic. So that's what we talked about before. Get into the, some financial stuff with you. Now, don't don't everybody roll their eyes and tune out on me because this. I'm not going to give you formulas or anything like this. I want to talk to you about some good financial goals. Just goals. We're going to write down when we do our our little exercise where we sit down and say, hey, what are we saving for this year? What are we doing this year? What goal for this year? Okay. So here we go. I'm going to use the B word, but really, really like people to look at a budget. And we've talked about this before. And I know if you if you know me or you listen to the show, I'm like a broken record. Just track your cash. That means money's coming into your house. Money's going out of your household. Track it. Because the object of the game is to have more coming in than is going out. So these are very easy, easy things to do. And we want to be super honest with ourselves and stick. Because we get ourselves so out of control. Like a, trying to achieve these great big goals that, I'm, I mean, I'm happy to people to have these goals. But, you know, you can't grow six inches overnight if your goal is to grow this. Like you have to be realistic. So... This is what we want to do with our finances. We want to be realistic. Can we can celebrate the small accomplishments accomplishments that we make along the way, getting towards our larger goals. So when we reach that larger goal, we will really celebrate and be super happy and proud of ourselves. So set up a support system too. So make it easy for yourself to reach financial goals. Make it easy. Don't make it so complicated. Set up a support system. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your if you don't have one. Talk to your cousin, your sister, your brother, your friend whoever you're close to, set up a support system, be buddies, be accountability buddies, say, hey, let's do this. What are our goals? You don't have to put up your bank statements and your investment accounts and say, hey, here it is, all is in black and white. Just make a commitment to setting your goals and then find a partner and be accountable if that helps you. And a lot of the time it does, even if it's somebody to just call up and say, hey, I'm kind of feeling glum and down and out today. And they say, hey, what's our goals? What? Are, how do we set this up? That's each broken down on what we want to accomplish by month, where are we at? And then we have message have somebody to celebrate with as well. So start a budget. Just keep track of your money. Track your cash. What's going on? And if you don't trust yourself or you have a really, really hard time doing it, then use envelope system where you put money in for groceries, you put money in for vehicle expenses, you pay in for um, insurance and household items like that. And then when the em- envelopes are empty, you're done. No more spending that month. It's that simple. And it doesn't have to be physical envelopes. It could be virtual envelopes because there's lots of banking so you can set up different accounts and be very accountable and transfer the money. It's uh, it's absolutely to do. So stick to it. Reduce your spending as, as you can and just track where your money's going. The next point we want to look at is get out of debt if you have it, which I know a lot of people out there do because they see it every day. So if you have debt, don't get overwhelmed and say, I'm never going to get out of debt. I have so much of it. I don't make enough. Just make a goal to get out of debt. And what you're going to do is slowly, really, you're going to eat away at it. So you're going to have a debt plan. That's part of your your regular planning. 
find one thing in your house that you can sell and put towards your debt. That's it. Just one thing. We all probably have too much. And that's the kind of things that we're going to look at. Say, you know what? Do we need three toasters? No. Let's sell or let's sell two and put that towards it. Reduce your spending. You're going to do that because you're going to be trading your cash. No problem. If you have to get a temporary second job to help pay off your debt, go for it. Don't be afraid to do it. And it's temporary. So say my goal is to pay off my debt. I have $2,000 in debt paid off by March. I'm going to go out. I'm going to get a temporary second job to work every Saturday. And then that extra money goes right towards it. And boom, the debt's paid off. How great is that going to feel? And start saving some money. That's your next step. Start saving. If you don't have any savings right now, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Start. The best time to start is right now. So start saving money. And that could be just putting like I, you know, as I used as a brief example at the beginning, you know, $10 a week or $10 a week, $5 a week, a dollar a day, whatever, however you can do it to keep it at front of mind. So start saving some money. How do you do that? Well, stop eating out. Those of you that know me know that I love the gift card idea. If you're going to be eating out and you're only you're going to allow yourself $50 a month for it, then you load your gift card and when the gift card's empty and it doesn't matter if it's 20th of the month when it's empty, it's empty. No more eating out. You take your own food, you make your lunch, whatever however the case works for you, but that's how you do it. You don't eat out. That's one way to keep your keep yourself in line. Use the gift card plan. But that's another great way to save money. Reduce your grocery bill each month. Be careful and smart where you're shopping. And we can do this no matter what you're living in. There's, You can buy stuff when it's on sale. You can, instead of running from store to store and all these different places and times chasing 50 cents, you can plan for it and say, okay, these, this is when the best deal is on. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy those particular items at that store. And we know that the vegetables are better at a different store. And we're going to get those on the next day on the way home from work because it's it's on the way. Whatever the case is, that's what you're going to do. Uh, find ways to save on your utilities. That could be just turning your thermostat down a couple degrees. Save a little bit. Put a sweater on. Um, have a monthly savings goal. Don't just do it and hope something happens. Say, my goal really is to save $50 a month. That's what I, just if you're starting, that's what you really want to do. If you're already saving money, your goal is to save another $50 a month or $100 a month. It's relative and it's all special and unique to each of your situations. So whatever your financial situation is, that's how you're going to base it on. And start with small, short-term financial goals. So I want to save, I want to have $1,000 saved up in my emergency fund by the 1st of March. Boom. That's what it is. That's our goal. How are we going to do it? We're going to either take the second job, we're going to, we're going to save on our groceries because we're going to be paying more attention to when things are on special we may not be eating or buying steak every week. We might only get it once a month. That'll save money. You're gonna whatever you're doing, you're gonna be able to tweak it a little bit. Everybody can. I get people say, "Oh, I'm doing the best." No, there's always something you can. And, and it's fun because then you reach a goal, and isn't that so exciting when you've accomplished that? Learn about your money and your finances. Don't be afraid to take a personal finance course. Read a book. You're gonna be reading for thirty. If you pick thirty minutes a day to read, read a financial book. You could read my book when it comes out if you want. That's a shameless plug. But read something about finance or subscribe to a newsletter or watch a little bit on CNBC or BNN or Bloomberg television shows. You can watch something. The I mean, the profit on CNBC is fantastic. And Marcus Lemonis, who I'm a huge fan of, and if he's listening, I do want to be friends with you someday. So um, that would be so cool to meet him. But even just watching The Profit, um, it's fun. And you learn a little bit about finance. Even if you're not in business, you learn about finance. And make it fun. Don't watch things that are going to be overwhelming and all the graphics and all those things rolling by that make your eyes go back in your head. And then just finally start investing. Remember, we're saving for something. Have something to look forward to. We're saving for a trip. We're saving for our our kids' education, we're saving for a car, we're saving for a new couch, we're saving for whatever we're saving for. We're going to have a goal, okay? And that goal is going to be something that we're uh, we're going to achieve and we're going to give ourselves a big congratulations for. But investing, that's a little for the long term. So that's where we're actually doing a financial plan. We're, we're learning about where we're investing money for the long term. We're we're making goals each month. We might be opening an investment account. You might need to deal with a financial advisor or a financial planner in your area and 
just get a plan in place. Start thinking about your investment. And that's something where you're like, okay, I might be investing $50 a month for my future self, which my future self will thank me greatly for. And my goal is I want to make it 75 a month by June and I want to be at $100 a month by the end of the year. So I want to be saving, I want investing double what I'm doing. Plus I want to have a savings so that, that my emergency fund or my saving for that trip or whatever cases. So they're two different things, but you want to be looking at both of them, okay? Those are some some goals for our financial new year that we want to be looking at. Now, how are we going to do this? We've got <clears throat> all the great goals and great ideas and I and some people get overwhelmed by it. they think we can't do this. Well we're writing it all down, remember? We wrote down our goals and we said, listen, this is what we want to do. I want to part of my goals is I wanna I wanna finish my house. I want to go on a trip and I want to double the investment that I'm doing for the year. Those are and we've got a whole list of goals when we look at, but those really when we sort we look at them all on paper and our goal might be that we want to buy new boots and we want to have a you know, lose weight and we want to get in shape and all these and these are great goals we're gonna have down. But what's our top three goals that we want to do? That's what we're gonna focus on. And for the year we're gonna say, Okay, well, when do we wanna have these goals? And we're just gonna look at we've got that's all. We all have the same amount of time. So we've got twelve months in two thousand nineteen. And when are we going to these goals and how are we going to, how are we going to gauge that we've made the goals? Are we going to look at back in 2019 in December? Oh, I didn't do it or I did it. Good for me. No, we're going to celebrate as we go along. That's how we do it. We're going to, we're going to have mini goals. So our overall goal might be to investment, but the way we're going to do it is we're going to add a, just a little bit, an extra $5 a week starting the 1st of March. And then the 1st of June, we're going to add another $10 or whatever the case is because we have cut our groceries. We're going to not eat out as much. We're just If we eat out four nights a week, we're just going to cut it down to three. So it's going to be very, very easy for us to do. Those are, And it's not overwhelming. And I know a lot of people, when I talk to them, they get overwhelmed and they know oh, I can't do it. I can't sustain it. You can't sustain it when you put these great big goals in front of you on January the 1st. And then January the 2nd, you let yourself down because, oh, I'm supposed to give up caffeine. I'm supposed to do this. And then you've already let yourself down, so forget about it. These are goals. These are our these are our goals for the year, and this is how we're going to plan it out. We're going to write it down like a plan, and we're just going to put the pieces and the next steps in place. And that's it. So forget about New Year's resolutions. You can have a great time on New Year's, and don't promise the world self, and then disappoint yourself when you don't do it. So we are coming up to our third and final break of the week that we're going to take. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Catwell, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about a new year and a new time to love your money. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And before we went to our last break of the night, just like the year, the night's going, our time together is going by so fast. 
So we were talking about our new year, a new love of money. So if we didn't love it so much in 2018, I really want you to love it in 2019 because it's so much fun and not because it's money. Greed is good. And I mean, Wall Street was a great movie and some great lines came out of it. But here's the reality of it. You can do more with money and you can do whatever you want with it. So you don't have to, and and it's not everybody has to, you know, make a million dollars a year. It's whatever works for you, make your life happy and comfortable for you and your family. And you do whatever you want. If you're happy giving your money away, fantastic, give it away. If you're happy making money so that you can build homes or food or whatever it is, you do that because there's nothing wrong with that. That's Donating and helping people is is really what the best part of having money is all about, I think. So, and taking and enjoying your own stress-free life is also very important. So, before we went to break, we talked about some ideas and some goals for next year. I want to give you a couple tips to overhaul your finances. So, I'm going to run a few of them for you. Okay. Here is an easy way. And everyone always asks me, oh, it's so overwhelming. How do you do it? How is it easy? Okay, here it is. We're going to which means we, all we're going to do is track our money. We're going to know where our money's going. That's it. That's the biggest problem we have is know what we're spending our money on. We think, gosh, I just got paid. Where'd my money go? Oh, well, you know, when you stopped on your way home because you passed that store and they had those shoes on sale or remember you drove through and got that extra coffee, donut or whatever it was, that's where your money's going. And most that's most of the time I see that. People don't know what they're spending their money on. So just track your money. Commit to yourself of putting an extra $20 towards your savings, $10, $5, whatever. Whatever your financial situation is, if you can, if you're already doing $50 a month, commit to putting another 10 and put a date on it when you're going to have it be there. I already mentioned, find something in your house. To, we all have stuff in our house. Find one thing. And I don't mean find one thing that costs a ton of money or sell an heirloom. That's not it at all. Find something that you don't need, clothes that you haven't worn, whatever the case is, find one thing in your house and sell it. And then that helps you put your decreasing mode in place and use that money to go towards your debt. If you have no debt, use it to go towards your savings. If you're already there at the savings, put it towards your future self and your investment. It's so funny. I hear that term all the time now, side hustle. So a side hustle is when you're doing something else other than your regular job, starting a business or uh, selling makeup or um, purses or vitamins or what it is on the side. There's all kinds of businesses that you can do. So start doing something on the side if you need money. This is when uh, we talked about just even, even a temporary job. And you can definitely start something on the side. Check your credit report. I've mentioned this before in uh, in shows. Every single year, you should check your credit and make sure that nothing has changed. You are entitled here to check your credit once a year without a fee and make sure that nothing has changed on your credit. No no identity theft, no funky addends to your credit that should not be there. Check your credit. Um here's and then have fun. Ha- have a no spend day. Tell you know what? Today we are going to spend together as a family or if you're single and you're going to spend time at your house doing something or you're going to go out with friends or you're going to have friends over, but you're not spending money. Today's my day where I don't spend any money. It's kind of fun. And then you have it of it. Review your expenses. There's always stuff, always stuff. And I, I say that because I've seen so many of it with clients and there's always something that you can trim, not eliminate. Everybody gets on this kick where they have to, okay, I'll just stop right now. No, you don't have to stop right now. You need to enjoy your life and do the things but you just need to control it better. So sometimes you just trim. You don't get three coffees a day. You get one or you get two. If you're pay- the third coffee, you have to make it yourself. Okay? So any un- unnecessary expenses, that's where, we, that's where we cut them off. We don't do them anymore. Don't be afraid to take your lunch to work. That's always a big one. Um, write down your financial goals. I can't say that enough. Make sure you have a will. I've talked this so many times. It's so, so, so important Make sure you have a will. I'd like everybody to have that as their financial on their financial goals and just their general goals for 2019. Make sure you have a current up-to-date will, please. Please don't leave any guessing and don't cause the heartache to the family. It's just, it makes such a mess. Uh, start savings. Make your savings. Um, 
pick your target date for investing. If you're not investing now, say I want to be starting by first next year to be investing money into my long-term my long-term um, financial plan, and I'm going to be working with an advisor, or I'm going to be doing it myself. Your goal is, but make sure you have a date and a plan for it. Make sure you're reviewing your fees. There's a lot of money you can save in bank fees. So check that. Same with your insurance policies. Make sure they're date. Make sure you're not missing anything. Make sure you didn't put an addition on your house and you forgot to tell them and it's not covered. Right? Make sure you're covered. And that includes not just your home and auto, but make sure your disability, critical illness, life insurance, review them if you've got them. Make sure they're still valid, appropriate, fitting. Um, we talked about lowering your utility bill, cell phones, that counts, right? We can look at all of them. Get your stuff ready for taxes. The show's not long enough for me to talk about taxes, <laughs> but here we are in December 2018. There's not going to be anything in Canada, and I think my friends in the U.S. have the same situation, that you're going to be able to do after December 31st to affect your taxes here, except in our case, they're called RSPs, Registered Retirement Savings Plans, where you put to reduce your taxes. But you know what? Uh, you have time right now to look at your taxes and where you're at and see what needs to be adjusted, fixed, updated, whatever it is. Your tax planning should it's part of your whole year plan. I know people do it at certain times of the year. It drives me crazy when they talk about RSP season or tax time, whatever. That's all year. That's part of your plan. That's part of your investment. That's part of your savings. It's part of your plan. Okay, that was my little soapbox I'm on. It's part of your plan. Um, round up your payments in debt. Here's another cool trick. Just up to the next dollar. So say you owe uh, $250.04 on your credit card minimum payment that you're making, round it up and make it 251 or 255 or just round it up a little bit. Just keep it going. Um, I talked about getting out. You need fresh air. we got to keep our brain well. Walk, bike, uh, do yoga, whatever the case is. Um, really remember, too, that this is just money and it's not the be-all and end-all, and that's not what we're focusing on. We are focusing on lifestyle, and we really want to enjoy our life and enjoy all the best things in life, and they are true free. I wish everybody a wonderful holiday season, whichever, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, enjoy your season, and get ready for 2019, because I wish it to be fabulous for all of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices...